0: welcome to the sometime spouse ask an expert podcast where today we have dylan moore an expert on pecans and we all eat them so i wanted to ask him questions about all things pecan and maybe we'll touch on lubbock texas too because he's a little bit of an expert there welcome dylan
1: Hey, hey, how is everyone today? How's the uh, family? How are you? How are things? Just lay it on me.
0: Oh, wow. We are all doing amazingly well. How is it in Lubbock?
1: You know what? We are all, we're getting along here. We all are getting along. You know, it's hard for all of us, but thankfully we're a little bit isolated from everything. And Lubbock is a true family. When they say we're a family, they really mean it. So it's one of the uh, best places to be right now, honestly.
0: Truly, it is isolated. I drove through there about three weeks ago. I should have stopped by, but it was in the middle of the night. That would have been creepy, me coming and knocking on your door, right? I would have the door up for you. <laughs> And um, it is, like, out there in the middle of nowhere. There is no city really close other than, like, Abilene and, you know, somewhere in New Mexico, right?
1: <laughs> also, yes. Yeah, it's about a solid 90-minute drive to anywhere else. And I'm not even joking. Like, that is that is not for effect or hyperbole, folks. We are isolated. But it's uh, moments like this where it kind of is a blessing for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. how are you guys doing? Waco is by everything, and we're blowing up like we're red zone. Are you guys (laughs) awesome? Are you guys
1: healing? Um, We, I think we started. Webbick was starting to heal once they opened things back up for the first time, but this uh, second round of closures is really starting to affect some people. We're getting a lot of. Closures from some of our Lubbock legends, which is really hard. Uh, wow, some favorites are are gone forever, and that is it's really difficult.
0: That is difficult. Now Lubbock is an interesting town. I was there at 11 p.m. and stopped by the Chick Fil A, and it was like it was the rush hour. It was the strangest thing. I've never been to a Chick Fil A that late, yeah. and it'd be buzzing. The whole okay. town was.
1: Yes, anytime from about 11 to one thirty, and then again about 6.30, 5.30 to 6.30, doesn't matter where you go in Lubbock, Texas, if you're going in a drive-thru during those times, you're going to wait.
0: <laughs> I said like, the wrong time. It was 11 so p.m.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was crazy. Like so crazy. Like, I couldn't so- believe it. I was like like 30 minutes at chick-fil-a but i waited because i love those nuggets worth <laughs> it yeah yeah so it was so dylan tell me a little bit about your story how'd you get to where you are
1: well uh uh christopher baldock the owner of the Ridge, right now he purchased it december 27th 2018 and i joined about two days afterwards and honestly ever since then it's been a really crazy ride uh Lubbock has really uh, supported our vision and what we're trying to do here so we've had a lot of success and a lot more success than we ever thought we would have.
0: Wow tell us about your vision with Pecan Ridge.
1: Yes so uh, we kind of realized that here in Lubbock we have so many entrepreneurs it is crazy like actually one of the cool things about our city is that I think we have an entrepreneurial soon, unlike no other. I've been to a lot of places in the U.S., and there is a really unique vibe here. Uh, there wasn't there wasn't really any place here in town to share those stories. I mean, obviously, you have Facebook. And you have the news and stuff like that. But there wasn't a place you could go and shop local and find all these cool stories that weren't being told anywhere else. And that's really what we wanted to do with Pecan Ridge. We wanted to build on the, hist- the 25-year history that we had of being Lubbock's and West Texas only independent, uh, full-service pecan sheller. And we wanted to capture that and like kind of build on that and really promote Lubbock and everything that we stand for.
0: Yeah, you're one of the biggest um, people that I've seen that actually goes out and gets and supports and advertises or markets other businesses like i see you buzzing around like a bee everywhere even when things aren't open you're going there and you're supporting small businesses
1: oh heck yeah it is like one of my fundamental beliefs especially here in Lubbock, that there is no such thing as competition that a rising tide lifts all boats so i put my money where my mouth is when it comes to that yeah we're going yeah we are a gift store But I don't care. I'll put five of the gift stores on my page. Uh, We sell other people's pecans in our store. Like, we really believe what we say. So, yeah, we're definitely going around to other businesses, promoting them. I mean, there's so many stories. There's so many people doing really cool things. It would be such a shame to not be out there promoting them.
0: That is so true. I believe that too. I believe there's no competition. I, I believe there's plenty of business out there for everyone. We're in the minority, my friend.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I think that's changing. Yeah. Uh, it's slow to change, but I think that's changing. I think a lot of people are realizing that uh, there's a lot more out there than what we've like been made to believe kind of a thing. Uh huh. Uh, and that there's a lot of room for uh, give and take when it comes to competition and things like that.
0: Yeah, and plus with everything that's happened with COVID, I mean, you really do come together as business owners, as an entrepreneurial community to support each other. I remember that first week or two, I just picked up the phone and I called five other cleaning services and I said, hey, how you doing? You
1: yeah, know. exactly. Be- and things like that. And a lot of... I know that we're like kind of taught to believe that hey your competition is stealing potential customers away from you Mm -hmm. but actually there are a lot of synergistic relationships you can Mm -hmm. uh form with your competition uh for example i know that uh, one of the hvac companies around here the reason they got so big is because all the other hvac companies were uh, kind of fighting for those big names like I want the big complexes the big outlet malls all that and he was like I'll just take all the residentials I'll pass yeah. you all that stuff if you just give me all the residentials all like 20 of them agreed and he's just like he's the king of residential HVAC
0: wow. just by
1: like you know going like striking that partnership if you will up with his competition so there are like I said i Yes, it's your competition and yeah, they may be stealing potential customers away from you, but if you know what you do and you know what you do well, like you shouldn't be afraid of anyone stepping on your territory.
0: Exactly, exactly, because you're there's other people that will, might be drawn to you. 25% of all people don't really like most like don't like me or don't like whoever. And um, so if they don't like me, they can go to my competition and they still are a happy customer. They'll get exactly what they need.
1: Exactly. And I don't, I've never understood the mindset of why chase after the people that don't really want you. Yeah. Like that is like, why would you want to spend all your energy trying to please them when you know you're not going to, that's what they're there for. So go after the people that are actually going to be passionate and excited about what you do and what you talk about. And A, it's way easier on yourself as a person. And B, you actually have customers that are engaging and share your message with others.
0: Yeah, and they know you care about them.
1: Exactly. It's
0: not just about the sale or the money.
1: Yes, and no matter how slick you think you are, trust me, Everyone knows when they're being sold, and everyone knows when something's not right. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they may not tell it to you because they're being polite, but they know. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Dylan, do you have any interesting hobbies?
1: Yes, actually. I love to cook. Uh, I mean, like, I'm a freak about loving to cook. I cook probably about 300 days out of the year, not even joking. Wow. Uh, Maybe more. Uh, I I just love it every night. uh, It's kind of like my zen. And of course, I'm millennial, so you know I'm into the video games and PlayStation 4s and all those things.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow, that's fun. Now tell me, what did you do in a former life before Pecan Ridge?
1: Oh my gosh. So actually, I kind of jumped around from um, job to job for a few years before Pecan Ridge. I was really interested in getting into culinary tracks. So right before Pecan Ridge, I was at Hilton Garden Inn, Webick, and kind of doing the uh, culinary thing. But I just wasn't really uh, just the, uh, the atmosphere there uh, and like just how kind of the corporate feel wasn't really my thing. So thankfully, I uh, got Chris's email one day that he was looking for someone that does what I do. And I said, heck, yeah, actually, I'm looking to uh, drop this ship right now. So, yeah, you got room for me tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, it was just kind of history from there.
0: Wow. Wow. It was just like serendipitous.
1: Oh, you have no idea. Yeah, everything about this job has been so, like you said, serendipitous that it has been very eerie at times. But, yeah, this is obviously what I'm meant to do because some of the things that have lined up the way they have, there's no way it could be coincidence.
0: Well, you're great at it because, like... You caught my attention probably about a year ago, I think, maybe six months, a year ago. It could have been longer than that. But just by the way that you were marketing, and the first time I looked it up, I'm like, Pecan Ridge, what's that? Is that an apartment complex? And you, uh, somebody says, no, no, it's a gift store. So tell them exactly what Pecan Ridge is
1: yeah so actually our main point of business is our independent pecan shelling facility so basically we have a lot of people here in west texas probably around your area too that have pecan trees on their property yeah or just have like a small orchard of maybe like four or five trees well it is a pain in the patushka to uh, crack all those by hand if you've ever done that with your grandma or grandpa when you were a kid so they just bring them over to pecan ridge uh we have machines that take care of it for them we shell the pecans, get them back to them, and that's our main business. Uh, wow. We've been doing that for 25 years, uh, next uh, Saturday, August 1st. And we're also uh, West Texas' only in, uh, independent, full-service pecan sheller. So we'll uh, both <clears throat> accept pecans that you bring to us. We'll also go out to your property um, to collect pecans and get them shelled for you out there too. And then my, uh, like my little passion project with Pecan Ridge is kind of the gift store. And our tagline kind of there is, if the Hub City makes it, we sell it. So any of our local entrepreneurs, our artists, if they need store shelf, if they want to share their story, if they just want a place for their products to be, we provide that for them. Uh, We're a one-stop local shop. So if you want to see what the Hub City, what Lubbock is all about, what we do the best, you just come to Pecan Ridge. We'll show you around.
0: That is amazing. So tell me about the life of a pecan. Where does it begin and where does it end?
1: Uh, yes, so it'll start on the tree. Now, the season will start, it really, so when I got to Pecan Ridge, I was told that the season is any, is usually about October to March, but maybe it's just my luck. <laughs> we haven't had a normal season yet. So uh, I've been here two years. I've had a season start not until November, December, January. Uh, and then I've also had our first year here. Uh, it, was, it was a really bad crop that year. So wow. it started even earlier than that. And it ended for us about February. About February, we were looking around saying, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do for the rest of the year? This year, complete opposite. It started like October, November. And I guess just the way the weather was, I mean, we have had pecans for days. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, so it uh, starts in the tree, of course. You'll start seeing like these little things called tassels. They're like little green, kind of like ribbony viney leaves that'll hang down. Uh, those are actually where the pecans are going to be. And then you'll see these shells start forming. It'll start green and then work its way into brown. And then either it'll fall off on its own or you can like take little poles, uh, even a broomstick and like a hanger over the top, shake the poles and then the pecans that are ready to fall will fall and then take them to Pecan Ridge. We'll do the rest for you.
0: Wow. Now, pecan trees must be pretty resilient because I found one that was growing in the river like (laughs) it's fallen and it was still growing. And I kayaked over there and I'm like, what are those? And they were pecans.
1: Yeah, actually, that's uh, one of the reasons you have the misnomer that pecan trees don't need water. They're actually so hardy. That's uh, one of the reasons they do so well here. They actually need uh, each tree needs up to uh, 32 gallons of water every week. So that is a lot of water when you're in West Texas. So they're actually like a tree that like kind of requires, you know, a rainy atmosphere. But yeah, they're so hardy that they do very well here. Even with a little bit of rain that we get and a lot of people don't water them. You really should, Um, a lot of people don't though. They'll still produce a lot. So yeah, pecans are really hardy. I mean, when they're on in the shell, they can last sometimes depending on the variety in their shell, they can just last on the ground if the insects don't get them in the birds, they can last for five years in the show. I mean, wow. yeah, I've never eaten a five-year pecan, but I've been told by the ag department that that is the case, so.
0: (laughs) Wow, that is very, very interesting. And pecans aren't just for Thanksgiving and Christmas anymore, are they?
1: That is too funny, because one of my little taglines I was gonna do this year before everything hit was pecans, they're not just for November. Yes, you're so right. We actually just did a summer pecan pie. Y'all, if y'all have never had uh, peaches and pecans together, oh oh my God, like, yes. So we did just a peach pie and then put a pecan crumb topping on top. It was so good. It was like a life-changing experience. But of course you're thinking of pie, let me move off of that. You can just grind up your pecans and like like a flour almost – and uh, dredge them in your chicken, fish, anything really and use that uh, skirt steak. I've had, seen a pecan crusted skirt steak. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know that pecans are actually a member of the hickory tree, so they are fantastic for grilling. Any place you would use hickory, use pecan woods or pecan shells. They're great.
0: That just reminds me, like my husband, I remember one time for the barbecue grill got pecan wood, I think it was. Yes.
1: That yeah, it was delicious. It like a, almost like a I don't know how to describe it because it's very unique but it's almost like in, in parts like a sweet bacony flavor mm-hmm. um it's just it's just really really good like the sweetness and the bitterness of the nut kind of like combining the smoke to just really bring out the flavors of the meat it's it's something y'all really got to try and it doesn't just have to be wood y'all can also use like any of the shells um that you don't actually eat, that we crack off, y'all can just like soak those in water for twenty minutes, same way uh, you use wood, and just put those in there with your coals, and it'll have the same effect. Wow, that's yeah. a great tip for barbecue season. Oh yeah, that's what makes pecans kind of so cool is that like every single part of them can be used for something all year so, round. Zero percent waste at pecan ridge. We use it for mulch, all the extra shells. We use it for barbecuing. I mean, it's it's a really really cool nut.
0: Wow. So is keto one of the best things that ever happened to pecans?
1: Yes, actually, because (laughs) pecans are the keto friendliest night right behind the Brazil nuts. But if y'all can afford Brazil nuts, then congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, they are extremely keto friendly. Not just that, I'm actually wearing my jersey, my number seven jersey right now. Pecans are the seventh heart healthiest food in the world. That means that all things edible of all time, pecans are number seven, highest in antioxidants and that's coming from the american heart association we are certified heart healthy and that's not even touching everything else they do
0: so if i were to ask you what's your favorite pecan snack what is it
1: all the pecan snacks that's my only answer right that can be the only answer (laughs) right
0: (laughs) exactly exactly Now, I heard you refer to Lubbock as Hub City. I've heard it before because I follow you and I know a lot about Lubbock. Like, I don't even live there, but I've got a lot of Lubbock facts in this head because of you, Dylan Moore. <laughs> so why do they call it the Hub City?
1: Actually, it's because of uh, several reasons. We are the hub for several different industries um, in West Texas and Texas. Um, our hospitals and our universities, they're the, like the only ones around in West Texas that have the capabilities that they do. Also, we have um, almost one of the highest per capita um, amount of regional and uh, district offices here. So basically, like, if you're a company and you have a regional or district office, it's probably located in uh, Lubbock. That's why they call it the hub city because we're the hub for a lot of regional and district uh, corporations.
0: Wow. So Pecan Ridge is much more than just pecans. It's an experience. Tell us uh, how you and Chris and your team really work at adding value to the community.
1: Oh my gosh, now this is actually something we think a lot about because we are, like our main mission is to add value to Lubbock. That's like, that's the whole reason why we're here. So of course we have our gift shop store that uh, <clears throat> emphasizes and shares local entrepreneurial stories, but getting away from the gift store, let's talk about what Chris and the team do. Holy oh man. I mean, they are just outside of being the nicest and kindest people in West Texas. I mean, the best customer service y'all have, bar none. Let me tell you what, they do so many things for the Webbit community. It is unreal. Uh, Chris is always out and about. He's always showing his face, he's always helping out when needed. Our entire team, honestly, like <clears throat> anyone, everyone knows, like, y'all can call any one of us and we'll be there. And that isn't what we did, that was their mindset coming into work for us. So that is really exciting that we found those people that understand the power of the community they're in and understand the power of helping that community out.
0: Wow, that is amazing. Now, yeah, tell us, where can, really, really nice. where can they find that pecan peach pie recipe?
1: Oh, yeah, just uh, Google pecan peach pie, the Cooks Illustrated version. That is the best one. You're going to see so many. You're going to see ones for cobbler. Throw them all away. The Cooks Illustrated one. That is the one to go for.
0: So how did Pecan Ridge have to pivot when COVID happened? Because it closed everything down. And I know you guys pivoted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So actually, that was like, I'll be honest, kind of difficult for me for a week because I have so many taglines, but another one of my silly taglines is we're the Anywhere Everywhere Lubbock company. Uh-huh. So like, I don't even care what the event's about. Is it happening in Lubbock? Then I wanna be there. So that is a really big part of our marketing strategy, business strategy, getting mm-hmm. customers to the door, getting new customers. So when that all stopped, that was really hard for us. And like, ooh, okay, what do we do now that we can't go anywhere? Cause that's what we do. Uh-huh. So we just kind of, uh, we realized that we had a, had a large presence on Facebook and we just kind of leaned into that and said hey what do we do we promote Webit. what do we have we have a really killer facebook page let's just combine the two stay relevant as best we can promote as many Webit businesses as best we can and hopefully that some of that uh comes back to us uh, in the form of new customers and stuff like that and it has been the response has been overwhelming i was actually really nervous about uh this approach because you know, part of my thinking was just, no, now is the time where we just need to talk about ourselves, talk about what we have and like pitch, 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 sell, sell, sell. Uh-huh. And actually it was like, I'm glad we took that 180 approach because a lot of people recognize that. And I think we got a lot stronger uh, and more loyal customers uh, than we originally had previous to this. I mean, it's been a really, really great experience. It's Pe- Conridge
0: online now.
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh, www.beconridge.com So our website uh, is actually, that's actually one of the pivots uh, we had to do even before this, speaking of pivots, my original thought with the website was to have everything we had in the store online. So whatever the Pecan Ridge experience in store was, you could have the same thing online. That was a complete failure because we have so many different products. It really just created a mess online and it was a really confusing user experience. So we relaunched we the website actually a week before COVID hit, thankfully. And it just uh, has all of our private recipes, um, our pecans, of course, and just a few other local goodies. Because we think that the Pecan Ridge experience is so powerful, you really should experience it in store.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Now, I did see a couple of things that were a little bit pre-COVID. I remember for Valentine's Day, you had the love from yes. Lubbock box. And I think they were sold out before I got one. Cause I was getting ready to order it and uh, I was like, oh, they're sold out.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I didn't, so we only ordered 30 of those. Cause I was like, who will cool, go for it? I don't know. Let's see. But yeah, uh, that's like, I know I keep saying it, but that's one of those reasons I just love being in the city because people, when they say, heck yeah, we're going to shop local, they really mean it. So uh-huh. when you put Lubbock on something, they're like, heck yeah, let's support these things. What we did is we took a box and combined about seven or eight local companies, um, each had them put a Valentine's Day themed like gift or treat in there and then put it in a Love from Lubbock themed box and uh, made a limited edition, uh, only 30. And yeah, those <laughs> those did very, very well for us.
0: That was pretty awesome. And you're really like on top of it when gift giving comes. I saw you had to, something for Mother's Day, something for Father's Day, like You guys really think about how you can help people and add value, which is amazing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because a lot of people um, like, for example, uh, Mother's Day, like a lot of people. okay, I've given a Mother's Day gift 44 times now. Like she has everything like uh, what do I give her? Everyone likes to eat. And this way I'm supporting, you know, people that are actually helping my community grow. So having uh, local options for holidays like Mother's Day, Father's Day and stuff like that. We honestly thought they wouldn't do that well, but they actually do phenomenally because people really are looking for something different, something unique, and something that kind of shows uh, where their values are as a person.
0: That is awesome. How can our listeners get a hold of you,
1: Dylan? Uh, www.pecanridge.com or facebook.com slash thepecanridge.
0: And do you have a special offer for our listeners?
1: Oh yeah. If your listeners enter the code 20 today in today only for y'all only, you get 20% off your entire purchase, pecans, pillows, barbecue. Y'all got to check out that barbecue sauce. Got to check out that barbecue sauce 20% off today because I know y'all, your listeners are the best. So I got to do something crazy for them, right?
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much. Now, before I end an interview, I like to ask a fun question of the person I'm interviewing on the podcast. Uh, let's say that we finish this interview, you step out of the office, you find a lottery ticket, and you end up winning $10 million. What are you uh, going to do, Dylan?
1: I'll be honest, I'm going to, like, get a house. Like, I know that's, like, such a, like, I just, uh, I don't really need to do anything crazy. Uh, just, like, get a house kind of pay off some Pecan Ridge bills and really work on the vision that like if we had $10 million for Pecan Ridge, oh my God, we could do so many cool things. And I know that's like kind of such a cop-out answer, but honestly, Pecan Ridge could do so many cool things with that. So I'd probably just uh, give it to them, honestly.
0: That is awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of the Sometimes Spouse Ask an Expert podcast. It was a joy, Dylan.
1: Oh my gosh. I really appreciate your time and thank you all your listeners. I mean, this has been a blast. Thank you all for everything you do to support all the companies that Christie's promote. This is like insane. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.